It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. So at New Riff, I am always trying to think of fun and interesting programming and and what we can do with our gorgeous space. And so we've started a new series in the new year called Cocktails and Conversation. And I wondered, what are we going to talk about for our first one in the new year? And I realized I had a great resource in my guest today, Leslie Hirschberger, to introduce our customers, our guests, and today our listeners to the whole world of the Enneagram. So somebody hearing that word, Enneagram, may be like, oh, yeah, I know about that. Or others may be like, what the heck? So Leslie's here to give us a very basic glimpse into the complex and interesting world of the Enneagram. So welcome, Leslie. Amy, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here and always happy to talk about the Enneagram. Oh, for (laughs) sure. So before you even tell us what it is, what led you to become so involved? I mean, you speak locally, nationally, internationally on this topic. What got you there? Well, I was trying to figure out my kids, and it was when they were in junior high, kind of that middle school, junior high age, and all of a sudden, I noticed I started feeling really anxious. And so I thought, okay, I want to, you know, they have to start doing the world like me, the way I did it and the way I handled it, and I'll give them all of my advice. And they weren't interested. (laughs) And um, so I had a friend who said, you know, said, have you ever heard of this thing called the Enneagram? And I had already started reading about personalities. So I had gone to the Myers-Briggs, which is another personality system, and I found it very helpful. It identifies introversion, extroversion, you know, are you a finisher, are you a starter, this kind of thing. But what the Enneagram got to was the motivation of why we do what we do. It kind of got underneath, you know, why do I move through the world in this way? And so I read the book. And as I read the book, I, we were talking you know, before that I thought I was a three on the Enneagram. I said, oh, yeah, that, that's me. And as I started reading more, and, and um, I got to my type, which is a seven. And we should say the Enneagram types you by a number, one yeah, through nine. Yeah, there's, there's nine different types, um, but they all lie in three centers of intelligence, a head, heart, and body. So the head is looking at, you know, we're trying to figure things out. It's the mental center. It's trying to get a sense of, okay, you know, how's this going to go? It's when we're worried about the future and we're trying to get some safety, some sense of certainty. Got to get it figured out. So I find myself in there. Does that yeah, make sense? That would, with, yeah, okay. that, would be, <laughs> that would be you. And we, and we do it. In, nobody, we don't look afraid. It's driven by fear. Right. And people would look at you or me. We are the same type. And they would say, you know, they don't look afraid to me. Right. But it's fear that's driving it. So my need to control my children's lives was driven by fear. Sure, I get that. And my need to know what's going to happen, what it's going to look like, you know, that is fear-driven too, I guess. Right, right. And we tend to think of fear as just this kind of clutching kind of, but it's, it's this kind of anxiety, this need to know what's going to happen, this need to figure things out. Now, everyone has some modicum of some, some of that, right? Right. But for the head types, which are types five, six, and seven, that's the driving energy is trying to figure things out. Now for the heart types, and I have a child who's a heart type, it's all about connection. It's all about connecting with people. And if you're wanting to connect with people, you have to have a certain image that you're trying to convey. All right. So it's very focused on image and what people are thinking. 
and the way you all can connect to that out there is think of yourselves in junior high. And when you're in junior high and you're wanting people to, you know, to, to look at you, look at you a certain way, you're, I got the you're right trying to figure shoes. out, right. I got the right, yeah, right. And it's interesting because my daughter is an image type. And it's funny you say that about tennis shoes because her type says, I don't, I want to be different from other people. And I remember her saying to her when she was young, so what are all the kids wearing? I had three kids. I'm at the shoe store. I'm trying to speed things along. So what are they wearing this year? You know what? She said, why would I want to wear what everybody else is wearing? Interesting. So <laughs> image conscious doesn't mean follow the herd. Exactly. It There's just means a, you have a strong feeling of what you want people to think Right. About the you. twos want pe- want to be seen as good, helping, giving people. So um, the <laughs> they want to is move towards. Is <laughs> that you? Oh, okay. We've got a two in the building. <laughs> my dad's was a two. My sister's a two. And the twos are oriented towards giving. And they don't know when they first come to the Enneagram that they get something out of that. You know, they're seen as a good person. Yeah. Okay. But they're, they're, you know, every type has an avoidance. And for the two, the avoidance is of their own needs. So their attention goes to other people's needs. And there's a blank, like a literal brain blank on their own needs. Where the three who's a heart type wants to see, be seen as successful. And that's the real, you know, almost the type of the United States. You know, I, I'm a successful person. I have the right car, the right house, the right, and, I, and I'm a winner. And they want to be seen as a winner. And so they get real locked into that image where the four wants to be seen as different, unique. Mm-hmm. And it's all three, though, have a, it's all in service of connection. Mm-hmm. I want to connect to people. And so that doesn't mean that you and I are head types that we don't want to connect. Exactly. We, it's you just. Know, it's not the driver, though. And so that's what it's really important for people to understand is that what is the driving energy here? So what's the body type then? Well, the body types I see as some of the most misunderstood types. I actually did like a two-year research on the body types because I was I have close friends with a type who's an eight, and that's one of the body types. And she got very frustrated with how they were described. She's, so let me say the body types are the types eight, nine, and one. They have strong, they go into, you know, if you ever walked into a room and you get an instinctual sense of things or you're walking down the street and you can almost feel like someone's following you in some way, you know, it's, that's the body center. The body's picking up, um, we call them somatic clues. Soma is, is from the word, you know, Latin for body. And so they're picking up these clues about what's happening. And what's very interesting, Amy, is I've really dove into this is that we get so much of our information, we don't know it, is coming from the body. Yeah. And what, so the body types have a strong hit of feeling, and then they try to um, control it in some way. So it gets kind of locked into their first instinct. And my husband's a body type, and I remember saying to him, when you walk into a room, do you get a strong hit and a sense of the room? And he goes, yeah, doesn't everybody? Isn't that interesting? So people, one of the things that's universal is we all kind of think we're the same or we think everyone's like us. Yeah. We want them to be like us. I have to tell you, just on this very brief first thought, I think I'm the head, my son is the heart, and my daughter and my husband are the body. 
That interesting. Yeah. That interesting. And so I think one of the things that you keep stressing to me is, Amy, the reason I like to talk about this is it helps explain why we do what we do and how we can better interact with each other. So you use this so much more than just, here, let me tell you about you. It's like how you can interact with a team at work. I mean, you do this for companies as well as individuals. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you go into a company. A lot of times, particularly when you're in leadership, you're charged with leading these all these teams. Right. And, and oftentimes the, the things, almost every leader you talk to, it's the interpersonal stuff that keeps them awake at night. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, I mean, there's certain coaches that are working, say, with strategic plan and, you know, marketing and there's this, but the, the dicey stuff that's harder for people to talk to are the interpersonal relationships, my own reactions to things, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. And what it really, really helped me, you know, back to your family was to help me understand my kids. And, and I have to tell you something funny is I, I type people for, you know, one of the things I do is help people find their types. I do this for a living. I've typed hundreds of people. And the, my worst record is with my family. <laughs> <laughs> I, I typed my two of my three kids wrong. And this has been my early years. Yeah. Because I'm projecting what I want them to be or what I'm seeing these exterior behaviors Right. And also there were the things that were harder for me to see in myself. So one of the things when I'm working with people, I say what's most important is you look at yourselves. So when somebody comes in, say someone comes in and they're, you know, struggling with uh, an interpersonal issue of somebody they're managing or a personal relationship with their partner in some way or one of their kids. I said, let's first look at you. Okay, so let's first unpack what might be coming up for you so they can understand what's happening in them. And then we'll talk about how your type gets triggered by, you know, this person with whom you're in relationship and how can you speak their language? Almost like if you're going to go to French, France, it might be a good idea to learn French or to know some French. Or at least to be able to be kind Ex- with a please and thank you to know what will resonate there if you can't speak the whole language. Exactly. Yeah. And when I got into this, I think the thing that I would say the two words that really hit me were compassion and understanding. When I could see how my husband viewed the world, it made such a huge difference in how I approached him mm-hmm. and how I talked about things with him. And for him to understand me, it, it's amazing, Amy, because we live in these bodies and they have we have what's called muscle memory. It's kind of like when you walk down the street and a dog, there's a house with a barking dog. That you start learning to anticipate that dog. Yeah. You know, when you, and even if the dog's not out there, your body starts to react. Well, we have these bodies that we live in and certain words can be triggers for us. And so there's ways that my husband knows I have a really strong inner critic. So if he's going to give me some feedback, he might say before, you know, hey, I'm not upset. You know, I just want to say, and already I can feel my system kind of calming down. Right. Right. So it's this way we know and understand how each other operates is so key. It's huge. And it's to understand my, my parenting and my children. Well, I've got to tell you, I hope we've piqued everybody's interest in learning more about the yeah, Enneagram. I cannot wait for February 27th. <laughs> I'm going to try not to hog the mic with asking you questions. <laughs> but again, it's Cocktails and Conversations, an introduction to the Enneagram with Leslie Hirschberger. I'm going to put a link to Leslie's site, the quiz that we've talked about, more information on Leslie, both on amy-tobin.com and on Facebook. We hope we'll see you there on the 27th. And until then, Leslie, I can't wait.
right? This is so interesting. Thank you for bringing this to Amy's Thank you for having table. me, Amy. I really enjoyed being here, and I hope you all can come. Really looking forward to it. Thanks. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. Q102.